Hello. Hello. It's uh, what is this? It's uh, we're doing a nice old cryptid today. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah. How, well, how's the theme go? Cryptid drown the world. Yeah. <laughs> you do it the same every time. I can just have you do it. And it yeah, I guess I'm good at that. <laughs> I don't know. When I have a when it's, I have a voice, the, it's it's the singing thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's the it's the it's the pitch perfect every time <laughs> for the things I make up myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, always good at what you you make. Yeah, maybe not always. I, yeah. that, that's a false statement. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, well, Lou Reed doesn't sing flat in his own songs, so. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, no, today we're going to talk about the Wendigo. That's good. Yeah. Wind- have you heard of Wendigo before? Do you have I, any familiarity with the Wendigo? I have a passing familiarity with the Wendigo. I know it in association with other things, like like other myths, like, us, but some say it was the Wendigo. And, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. they give a brief brief description of what that is but that's just one of many theories (laughs) so it's yeah it's usually brought up as a a possible solution to some of the other things that i'm watching Mm -hmm. but it's usually one of those far-flung speculation solutions like otherwise i don't really know about wendigo (laughs) wendigo is a really fun word to have fun with though Mm -hmm. um so Wendigo on. Okay. Well, uh, the the stories and myths of the Wendigo actually originate um, from a lot of the native tribes across North America. Um, That's where we live. Well, yeah, ranging they they mostly are from the the East Coast. Um, the from That's like not where we live. The forest, like on the east coast of Canada, down through into like the Great Plains area, and then the Great Lakes areas of both. Uh, North America and Canada. Did we say our names? I don't know. I'm Derek. If we didn't, <laughs> that's really funny to do at this point. I just, <laughs> I just, I was just wondering if we did that. I don't um, know if we did. Uh, that's when usually when I say I've got a baby, so there might be some baby noises. <laughs> um, Trigger it's warning. Part of uh, a language, uh, uh, the belief system of like a lot of the Algonquin speaking tribes. Um, from that area. Um, and so I'm really sorry if I say some tribe names and I say them incorrectly. It's not because I'm trying to say them incorrectly. It's because I am just having a hard time saying them. So, <laughs> um, it's usually described as like an evil spirit that will possess uh, people and convince them to like... Uh, be like very hateful or greedy and uh make them turn to cannibalism and turn them into cannibals okay it also physically alters the people that it takes a hold of usually in what way does it alter them um well i have a here's a uh a quote from a basil s johnston who is an ojibwe teacher that's not a name yeah, he's an Ojibwe teacher and scholar from Ontario, and here's a quote from him as a description. 
The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation, its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones. With its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets, the Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from the separation of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition, of death and corruption. Okay, so is this just like a uh, uh, Native American slash First uh, Nations uh, zombie? Um, kind of. Yeah, it was also used as, like, an example, because in some iterations it, um, like, makes people... How did I... I have a little thing written down here. Um, it gives people feelings of insatiable greed or hunger, and so, like, sometimes it's used as, like, a a, a teaching thing, like, like d- don't be, like, overly greedy... Okay. Or, and things like that. Otherwise, yeah, you could, like, turn into one of those, like, teaching, like, basic manners and things. <laughs> All right. It seems a little Scandinavian, but... <laughs> By that, I mean harsh to children. Um, in some instances, it's also described as being, like, a giant humanoid with a heart of ice. And by giant, it's not, like... Above the trees, giant, I don't think. It's just, like, big, like, 12, 15 foot tall. Yeah, alright. Um, and it's, like, said to be, like, preceded by a, a really, like, bad smell. Or really, really cold chill. I just killed two flies at once. Good for you. Good uh, for yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to have that classic, like, <laughs> warning sign. Yeah. And then um, it's in in movies and some movies and media. It's they have Wendigos in them, but they always like portray them. Not always, but some <laughs> portray them <laughs> having uh, antlers or horns. Um, Is that like a change the spirit does? No, that's not anything that has it was in any of the traditional oh, things. Okay. It's just something that's happened in the media. Okay. So the, the, it's phony. It's a big fat phony. Mm-hmm. No antlers on a Wendigo. No antlers on a Wendigo. You heard it here, probably not first, but definitely you um. heard it here. Um, this is a the answer to the question that you were talking about to me before we started recording. Yes. The plural yes. of a Wendigo is a Wendigoag. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's spelled W I I N D I G O A G. Okay, so this is like a, a, an old word. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. That is plural of Wendigo. Can you say it again? Wendigoag, I okay. think. All right. I, I, Do you if have that's... it written down? Can I look at it? Uh, Yeah, if you can read my handwriting. It's right there. I've had to read your handwriting before. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the best Wendigoag uh, or... Wendigog, which maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Um, this is the thing I think I thought that you would find very interesting. There actually is um, something within our own real world uh, psychiatrics, which is called Wendigo psychosis, 
And it's a form of psychosis in which the person that has it is afflicted by the intense craving for human flesh. Nice. So, I don't know. People just develop that after eating people sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do they? Do people just develop that without having eaten a person? Is that just a thing? Yeah. Like like that Japanese guy who ate that girl and then wrote a book and is super famous over there. And that's still really weird. <laughs> Not like super famous. I guess semi-famous. He's never like, you know, A-rate celebrity. But like, it's still. It's weird to do that and get any kind of famous. He was on cooking shows. <laughs> cooking shows. That's, yeah. Oh, anyway. Crazy. I might do an episode about him at some point. It's fucked up. Yeah, right? The whole thing's a fucked up situation. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, he just had a strong desire to eat somebody and then did it. Yeah. Did he, did, is that count as the psychosis? I'm curious. I don't know. Here, let me get through whatever else I was saying about this. <laughs> and then I'll just look up when to go psychosis for you. All right. That feels relevant yeah somewhat it, i mean it kind of is <laughs> it, i mean it could be like a a basis for these uh myths if they are myths um so there are also stories from more our area our neck of woods from the um coast of the pacific northwest hey that's right around our area yeah um from the athabascan tribe neat and it's a a creature they call i'm gonna pronounce this i'm gonna pronounce this wrong because there's so many ways that you could pronounce this word there's no way i'm gonna do you want me to try first (laughs) would that make you feel better (laughs) i don't care yeah i think it's like the wakuge maybe uh is is that a k or an h in the middle that's an h that's a ch oh oh okay so it's the wakuge maybe we choose. Yeah, we choose or we choose. We choose. I like we choose. I'm going to go with we choose. It's probably what you said, but we choose is much funnier. Um, but it's a creature that is very much similar to what the Wendigo is described as. Um, being very highly cannibalistic. However, um, this one is more described as like more intelligent and enlightened. Like specifically, is described as enlightened. Like specifically, more enlightened than a regular person. Apparently, that's terrifying. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> that's much worse than the dumb one. <laughs> this thing is like I know all things, and I know that you are tasty. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's scary. So, and besides the aforementioned, like, um, it being a malevolent spirit that possesses a person way of uh, getting it, there are other methods of becoming a Wendigo, Um, some of which include um, being just overwhelmed by greed to the point where I guess you just start eating people and become a Wendigo? I don't know how that <laughs> Sure. That's beautiful, like the movie Envy. Yeah. <laughs> um, or when the situation uh, would, like, force people to cannibalism as is, like, 
yeah, just eating people can turn you into a Wendigo. Right. It I won't mean, always happen, but it can happen. Uh, do you think any of those guys from Alive, the soccer team that got stuck in the mountains, do you think any of them are, are like, secretly eating people now? I don't know. Was there, like, one of them that wasn't found? Because if so, no, it's a possibility. No, no, I mean, they, like... They they had to eat a couple of them like that. That was a. It's well documented. It was that's why I quoted the the, the title. It's a, the alive. It's <laughs> alive. It's a book and it's a movie. <laughs> uh, it's it's all based on this true life story. Okay. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, I wonder if any of those survivors are just <laughs> secretly eating human flesh now, which There's... feels disrespectful to ask now that I'm saying it out loud. Yeah, it might be Wendigos. Yeah. Um, you never know. Uh, just based on this, this, uh, what I'm hearing now, it's a possibility. But I, I didn't mean any disrespect when I asked it. Right. <laughs> um, the there's another way that is in here that you can apparently become a Wendigo, which is just by being around other Wendigos for too long. <laughs> you just through symbiosis, I guess, become another Wendigo. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so funny. Like I, I imagine it's like a a man thing esque friendship, where you're just like, okay, when to go? I'll hang out with you because you're not eating me. <laughs> and then like, the the, the Wendigo doesn't like, you know, respond to you or anything. If mm-hmm. it does, it's in a weird like, screamy thing. Well, not necessarily. Do you want to hear an an old story that I'm actually going to... I have this like Wikipedia page pulled up, and I'm just going to read this old account of a Wendigo directly from there. Okay. Um, is, is, there, is there a name attached to this? Um, to what you're about to read out? Do, do, do. It's always better that way for me. It's uh, a folk story collected in the early 20th century by... Oh, my God. <laughs> that was an amazing face that accompanied that phrase. So, uh, okay, hang on. Oh my god, let me take a drink of this. Oh, I didn't even notice there was a cat in this room. It's the uh, out of a folk story collected in the early 20th century by Lottie Chikokwa Marsden. An ethnographer who was part of the Chippewas of the Rama First Nation. Wow, um, I don't know if any of that was right. I've never heard the, of any of those things. The Chippewa? Yeah. I know how to pronounce that one. No, I just don't. I've never heard of any. Like, I was saying, I literally wouldn't know if that was right or wrong, any of those things you said, because I don't think I've heard of any of them. <laughs> Even his, what, what did you say he was? Uh, he was an ethno- ethnographer? Ethno- ethno- an ethno- ethnographer, yes. Ethnographer. <laughs> I looked at the word again, and then all of a sudden I couldn't <laughs> say it. I shouldn't have looked at it. Yeah, I've, just, I've literally never heard of any of that that you said, including his name. Um, anyway, quote. But this is a story in which a Wendigo or, exhibits yes. tool use and ability to survive partial dismemberment and auto cannibalism. So auto cannibalism, yeah. fantastic. If you anyone is uh, mildly squeamish or whatever, you know, maybe skip forward a bit. Yeah. Um, one time long ago, a big Wendigo stole an Indian boy. 
but the boy was too thin, so the Wendigo didn't eat him up right away. But he traveled with the Indian boy, waiting for him till he'd get fat. The Wendigo had a knife, and he cut the boy on the hand to see if he was fat enough to eat, but the boy didn't get fat. They traveled too much. One day they came to an Indian village, and the Wendigo sent the boy to the Indian village to get some things for him to eat. He just gave the boy so much time to go there and back. The boy told the Indians that the Wendigo was near them and showed him his hand where the Wendigo cut him to see if he was fat enough to eat. They heard the Wendigo calling the, the boy. He said to the boy, hurry up, don't tell lies to those Indians. All of these Indians went to where the Wendigo was and cut off his legs. They went back again to see if he was dead. He wasn't dead. He was eating the juice, or marrow, from the inside of the bones of the legs that were cut off. The Indians asked the Wendigo if there was any fat on them. He said, you bet there is. I have eaten lots of Indians. No wonder they are fat. The Indians then killed him and cut him to pieces. This was the end of this giant Wendigo. <laughs> All right. Gotta love old stories, man. Short, sweet, right to the point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they don't ramble on for three years, they're short. They're like two paragraphs. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That was a good story. You got a beginning, middle, and end there. Yeah, solid. I mean. Boy got saved. Wendigo dead. Wendigo dead. Village heroic. Definitively dead. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. I love old folklore. (laughs) It's good. Nim's good stories. Yeah. What's what? Oh. What? So... Historical counts of retroactively diagnosed Wendigo psychosis. Aha! <laughs> Here we go. These are going to be fun stories as well. Yes. Um, it has been reported that humans became possessed by the Wendigo spirit after being in a situation of needing food and having no other choice besides cannibalism. Oh, this is a story from 1661, the Jesuit relations. <laughs> All right. What caused us greater concern was the news that met us upon entering the lake, namely that men deputed by our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations to the North Sea, assigning them a rendezvous where they were to await our coming, had met their death the previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men, according to the report given us, were seized with an ailment unknown to us, but not very unusual among the people we were seeking. They were afflicted with neither lunacy, hypochondria, nor frenzy, but have a combination of all these species of disease, which affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men, like veritable (laughs) werewolves, and devour them voraciously, without being able to appease or glut their appetite, ever seeking fresh prey, and the more greedily, the more they eat. This ailment attacked our deputies, and as death is the sole remedy among those simple people for catching, checking such acts of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. So, with that, with that sentence, yep, that <clears throat> one in the middle there, uh, one in the middle. That was oh, there was there was I guess one or two periods in there that felt like one big sentence. Yeah, uh, so. Uh, it, it, they would pounce upon the the women and the children, and, and the, even, even the, the men. men. Yes. So is that implying that like 
Oh, obviously, if I could eat somebody, it would be the women and the children first. The men would be like, you know, less tasty or whatever. I, what, what, like, what is the implication of that sentence? I don't know. This is. I read the English version. It's the original French version is right here next to it, but I don't read French, so I, I I'm sorry, I, I didn't. Read you only that. speak it, right? I don't at all. <laughs> I can only speak English, and I'm not very good at that sometimes. <laughs> so you're lucky you get that out of me. Fair enough. I can't um, stop getting that out of you. <laughs> uh, that's a fun story, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, they probably just got stuck and bad things happened and they had to eat each other. And then, yeah, one of them caught the Wendigo psychosis and just kept eating people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's fun that it's only called that because of that creature in folklore, though. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Or, I mean, it could have been... You know, a thing that just happened back in the day, and then, like, you know, people made it more monstrous as time went on. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a bit of a monstrous act. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. If you do it out of just for no reason, it yeah. is. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> even, like, some, some like, cultures or uh, belief structures could have it so like eating another person would be worse than death so you should just die before you let that happen you know mm-hmm. so like I, yeah. c- I could see even like in a life or death situation like eating your fellow man as being like an outcastable offense kind of thing yeah like we, we know you did what you had to survive so we're not going to kill you now but you can't live here mm-hmm. like you absolutely see that being a, a thing, and then that story gets passed down as the monster who ate people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is fun. Okay. Um, although in many... You said that with all the enthusiasm <laughs> of Ben Stein, but let's go. <laughs> in, in most cases of Wendigo psychosis, they uh, kill whoever it is just to prevent the cannibalism from like taking hold. Fair enough. Um, but apparently in some Cree folklore, um, they say to... Cree, like... C-R-E-E. It's oh. a it's a tribe. Okay. Um, they say that people should eat uh, fatty animal meat or drink animal grease, and that'll stave it off. Um, is that a preventative measure or a or a like after you've been affected measure? I don't know. It says those treated may sometimes vomit ice as part of the curing process. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> That's what it says. You cannot vomit ice. Excuse me. <laughs> Drink some grease. Vomit ice. <laughs> when to go? Gone. I mean, we're good. We're you, set. You can't really drink grease if it's cooled. So either you can't even, vomit ice because it's warm. <laughs> in your tummy it's warm in the, all of your inside yeah the ice would melt you can't produce an ice <laughs> so but that's what it says <laughs> that's 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 what it that's what it says it's crazy they'd have to i don't know that's that's crazy that is absolutely that's insane to vomit ice um let's write a song about this uh here are some well-known cases of of Wendigo psychosis. Okay. You want to go over a couple of those? Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's, it's relevant. <laughs> um, one of them uh, involved a Plains Cree trapper 
He was uh, from Alberta, and his name is Swift Runner. Um, is that his full name? Yeah. Okay. Is is it a first and last name, or is it just a is? I, is it one name? Is it like a, no? Like it's, it's it's there's a space between the two. Okay. Um, but in the winter of 1878, him and his family were starving to death, or starving just in general, and his eldest, his oldest son died. Sad. Um, and they were like, what is it? It says here, 25 miles away from emergency food supplies. Um, and he butchered and ate his wife and his five remaining children. Uh, hey, wait, there was only one dead kid. Mm. Y'all could have separated the dead kid. Um, like, I, it is a tragedy, No, I, I assume that that means, like, after that happened, probably. I, because that's... You gotta it, hope. It, well, it's usually, like, people eat it and then become, like, crave more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to crave anything after you eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get it? You get it, Derek? Yeah. And I do. <laughs> Um, but no, they determined that um, because he um, was only 25 miles away and he could have gotten to emergency supplies if, like, he absolutely needed to. Like, that's yeah. a relatively close distance. Yeah, I, I, and, mean, I could march that in a day. Um, and he and that he killed and consumed everything. Um, pre- <laughs> that's what it says. Everything present. Um, that's... It was revealed that it's not a case of pure cannibalism, as they call it, because a pure cannibalism as a last resort to avoid starvation. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, but just instead that makes it Wendigo psychosis, where he had to at first probably, or right. thought he had to at least, and then but once he got a taste, he just couldn't stop. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's five unnecessary deaths. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it it seems to me that Wendigo psychosis is like yeah, once you you like you basically just go mad and you just start killing and eating and killing and eating and killing and eating like uncontrollably. That's scary because I mean you're still conscious, like you would still have intelligence. You just be like, I gotta do this. Mm-hmm. It's scary for the people around you because like. It'd be like the zombie, but worse, because you are still there. Or you're just like, I've got to kill you. Yeah, I guess. That's freaky. Like, would would you have remorse in this situation, or are you mindless? I don't... Um, I don't know. Because there's nothing in this about, like, losing who you are or dying. Like... So your brain might just be active while the Wendigo spirit takes over. I mean, possibly. And so you're just experiencing all of this, but not being able to do anything about it, mm-hmm. which is a pretty, pretty bad kind of hell. Well, Swift Runner eventually confessed to what he did and was executed uh, by authorities at Fort Saskatchewan. So. I mean, probably for the best. They just did not have the mental health services needed to deal with a person like that at that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's another one here uh, for Wendigo psychosis, a case involving a man named Jack Fiddler, who is an OG Cree chief and medicine man. Okay. I mean... And he was known for powers of defeating Wendigos. All right. Um, he spent too much time around Wendigos? Is that the problem? <laughs> 
Um, in some cases, this uh, meant he... that can be a problem. Yeah. In some cases, that meant he killed uh, people that had Wendigo psychosis. And because of that, um, him and his brother were arrested for <laughs> for homicide. <laughs> but they were killing Wendigo. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jack Jack committed suicide. Wendigo to jail. Oh. Jack committed suicide. Um, but Wendigo to hell. Joseph was tried and sentenced to life, his brother. And um, he was eventually granted a pardon, but he died in jail uh, three days before he found out. Three days before he got the news. <laughs> That's tragic. That's <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, that's, like, upsetting. <laughs> Legitimately, that sucks. I mean, getting a pardon and not knowing it. He's just dead. Does it say how he died? Because, like, if, like, if it no. was just, like, old age or whatever, like, natural health issues, that's, I mean, that's a shame, but what else? Were, what were we going to do out? Like, you know what I mean? But if he died by, like, a brawl or something, that would... Super blow. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently in the 1980s, there was a really big argument in the ethnographer, psychologist, and anthropologist communities. What is an ethnographer? I don't... I Just click on the hyperlink. Like, Let's you know, find that. It it's a branch of anthropology and the systematic study of individual cultures. So, okay, so it's anthropology specific. Yeah. Okay. Um, they explore cultural phenomena from the point of view of the subject of study. I just kind of thought that's what anthropology it's was. also a type of social research that involves examining the behavior of the participants in a given social situation and understanding the group members' own interpretation of such behavior. Okay. It seems like cultural ethics are a big part of it. Or maybe I'm just pulling that from ethno. <laughs> but... Either way, it. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. It just. It also just feels like that was a description of anthropology, and I don't understand the mm -hmm. distinction, so maybe I'm just not qualified to speak on that. <laughs> well, basically, what was happening was um, they were debating whether or not, like, it was actually really a thing, or if it was just people gone mad or if there were wendigo psychosis was actually a, a a true thing they were basically saying what's it say that uh the results of naive anthropologists taking stories related to them at face value without observation all right i mean yeah i mean that's fair yeah so. <laughs> Uh, you you get stories and you relate them exactly how you yeah. got them told to you. Uh, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't analyze them and make critical diagnosis based on those. But I mean, that's you the same argument. Represent those stories. Yeah, it's the same argument against like exorcism stories. You know, right? It's it's basically the same thing, I think. They were like, well, you know, this thing's happening. We did the exorcism and it went away, so... 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there should be a, a representation of those things. Try and tell me it was fake. I gave him the grease, he threw up the ice. What word do you want from me? <laughs> Come on, I did everything. If somebody films that, I will pay you all of my house. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That was, for legal reasons, a joke. <laughs> uh, so when do, when when to huh the plural <laughs> yeah when to go ag okay actually i wanted to uh, i'm gonna find the the spot in here where the note was i took about that because actually everything that they uh all of the different names here. Here's all the different names it has for singular, and that second one is for plural. <laughs> there are so many. It goes basically they're all the same, but because it, this comes from so many different tribes that all speak Algonquin, just very different versions of Algonquin, it's all slightly different, which is amazing. Uh, yeah. My favorite one out of the natural plurals is Windakowak, but the there's a little paragraph right after this, just one sentence. Uh, the Proto-Algonquin term has been reconstructed as Winnetsekowa, which may have meant owl. <laughs> what relevance does that have to Wendigo? Um, Wentico, Winsico, Weety Cool. Uh, it's got the little lines over it. Let me know where I'm. Yeah, Weendigo, Weendigo with two eyes. Windiga, Wingo. <laughs> uh anyway uh Ag have been in many different uh media um there was there was the one about the the five people who went to a cabin which i know is super specific but... uh the the game yeah uh 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 uh, uh. <laughs> Maybe I can just look up when to go. Baparan. Ba 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 baran. When 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 to go. When 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 to go. Eat your friends. Oh, I'm so mad that I can't remember the name of this game. That's really gonna fucking bug me. Ba 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 baran. That's enough of that now. I don't know about that. There never was enough. Um, <laughs> until dawn. Yep, that's it. Aha! Uh-huh. Thank you. That was really gonna bother me. So I got, I got a. Those ones are actually a more accurate depiction of what a Wendigo would be. Uh, we got, we got, a, we got a few Wendigo ag in popular culture. Yeah. I, I don't know any of these things except for Until Dawn. And I think that's because people I watch online did videos on it. <laughs> but 
Alpha Polaris. I don't know that one. Antlers. I've seen that one. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Apparently has Wendigo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is one of the movies that has an incorrect portrayal of them as they put uh, deer antlers on its head. Ah. Explains the antlers. Yeah. the title. Yep. Um, the Curse of the Wendigo. Hmm. I don't think I've seen that. Um, Dark Was the Night. I've heard of that. The 2014 film, apparently. I have not seen it. I've heard of it. Frostbiter, Wrath of the Wendigo. <laughs> they really went hard for that title. Yeah, they, they tried. They, yeah. they they really gave it their all. Ghost Keeper. Okay. I guess that's one of the more spirit-based ones. I'm assuming so. Uh, the Inhuman. That's vague. Going into that movie, would not think it's about a Wendigo. No? I guess, same for Antlers. When I went into watching Antlers, I did not expect Wendigo to be what came out of that. I was rather, I was like, what? <laughs> huh? Fair enough. <laughs> Ravenous? 1999 film? <laughs> no. The Retreat? 2020 film. No, haven't heard of that either. I need to watch some Wendigo movies. Oh, we got a novella, comics, film, and film, all with the Wendigo or Wendigo. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I... Originality, people, come on. Well, no, the last time people tried to use originality, I'm like, that's too vague. Give me... <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> there's no making me happy. <laughs> Oh, you could do, uh, you could say Wendigo Ag Rise, and then it would be like a weird title, and people would be like, wow, what's what, that? What's and that mean? And you're like, that's the way you say there's more than one of them, yeah. you sons of bitches. And they're yeah. like, oh my god, there's more than one of them. Ah, there's gonna be many a Wendigo. <laughs> Wendigo. Uh, 2015 interactive drama horror video game, Until Dawn. Yes. Uh, Sony for the PlayStation. It's a thing. Eight young adults survive on Blackwood Mountain or try to survive. Yeah. I mean, you can kill them. Oh, yeah. This is one of those choice games. Yeah, you can kill them. And if you don't know what will or won't kill them, and sometimes it tries to trick you, and the thing you think you shouldn't do is the thing you should do, Okay. Yeah. Is it very tricky? Um, not always, but it is one of those things where it's like, sometimes it would feel, I, I haven't played it, but I've watched a lot of playthroughs of it, and I've seen, like, a lot of different ways that it finishes, and, um, it's, it's one of those things where a couple of those decisions, and you could, you could lose a person, and it would feel like, that decision felt like it maybe was an ar- more one of the more arbitrary ones, and you apparently made the wrong choice because that person died, <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah, this this things like that, okay. deaths that will like come out of nowhere, and you're like, why? Why? <laughs> but like the sections where you make a choice, it's not like uh, like one of those personality quizzes where it's like, oh, I obviously pick this one if I want that character. Like, 
Some, sometimes not always. Yeah. It's also a, a game that hammers the term the butterfly effect over your head over and over and over and over again. Oh, I love that because I've never heard of that. <laughs> and every this time, came out in 2015. Every time you make a decision that affects the the timeline, uh, there's like a little butterfly animation that happens on the screen. <laughs> A little dong noise that happens. The Butterfly Effect came out in 2004. Yeah, that's a bad movie, guys. It's... But everybody learned about the Butterfly Effect from that movie, and since then it's been, like, a super, like, popular theme in pop culture. Man. Like, I'm sure it was in movies before that, but people point to the Butterfly Effect I don't as know where they how that the movie effect. got so fucking, like, popular. Ashton Kutcher... Fucking! He was on top of the world right then. It's 2004. At the, do you remember the end of that movie? Do you remember what happens at the end of that movie? No. He uses because he keeps. I don't remember anything about that movie except that I'm pretty sure somebody else learned about the butterfly effect from it and told me about it. Okay. So the plot of that movie is he learns about the butterfly effect and he has this uh, photo book of um, him and his friends and his family and everything. And he finds out that he has this power where he can look at the photo and jump back to that moment in time. And he can alter that moment in time. And based on that, different things will happen. And he keeps jumping back and changing things. And then it makes something different happen. And he jumps back and changes things. And then um, he like has this record. Like he breaks through in his like some hidden uh memory in his brain like uh that he trauma hid and it's uh that him and his best friend were like um kept in a basement and like uh made to make videos with each other as small children ah. And, um, so he goes back and he changes that and like, and it was like through the whole movie, he keeps changing things and things just keep getting worse. And so at the end of the movie, he decides the only thing he can do, I'm spoiling this whole movie and I don't care. (laughs) And I literally just said it's from 2004. If you haven't seen it, I mean, wait for a remake because it should be coming at some point soon. I mean, not like soon, soon because of, you know. He decides that he's fucked absolutely everything up so bad that there's absolutely no fixing anything at all. And so what he does is he fucking goes all the way back. He looks at a picture of his mom pregnant. And he goes back to when he's inside the womb in his mother's stomach. As, and he wraps himself up in his umbilical cord and hangs himself in the womb. And then the movie ends because he's like, I don't deserve to live. I don't deserve these powers. I'm just going to go back to before I was born and off myself so that none of it happens. And that's the end of that fucking movie. Yeah, teach you about the butterfly effect and a whole lot of other shit. That's awesome. No, that's a great story. (laughs) I love that. I'm going to watch this movie based on knowing that. (laughs) That's a fantastic end to a movie, and we don't get enough of that. I am sad that more movies don't end in this way. (laughs) Not, like, specifically like that, but, I mean, if you could find a way to end a different movie like that, please do. But, like, I just mean that really dark ending, like, 
This you you would actually probably enjoy this movie. I I haven't seen it in years. I remember seeing it very probably shortly after it came out, which would put me at like thirteen. It came out in two thousand four. That would make me thirteen, roughly twelve or thirteen when it came out. So yeah, that sounds about right. I I would have been twelve in two thousand five. I probably saw it very shortly after it came out and was just like, wow, that's heavy. And it stuck with me, and I don't think I ever watched it again. So it might merit a rewatch now that I'm older. Because that is my memory of it from way back when. Yeah, uh, that's. I mean, it's rad. It's not low enough for us to do on bad movies, but I'm. I'm gonna watch it just for myself. I think. <laughs> I have seven point six on IMDb. Damn. But yeah, we need more dark endings, more <laughs> sad endings. Everyone dies alone. Show that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got a little off track from Wendigo. We got on to the <laughs> butterfly effects. No, no, everyone dies alone, even if you're with the Wendigo. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's true. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I mean, you could die side by side with a friend with the Wendigo, but, you know, I mean, still one of you is dying first. Um, yeah, presumably. Yeah, I mean, if it's a big Wendigo, you could just maybe, like, take off both heads. Yeah. I guess it would still be, like one of you first but it would be such a fraction of a second first yeah. that it almost wouldn't matter yeah it's like twins yeah like yeah sure one of you or that you see the hand coming over. and you guys just turn so that your guys are parallel and you're just like all right go for it you can yeah. take them both out with one one swipe there yeah. without and then it's not a dunk dunk it's just a big thwap thwap <laughs> yeah that's nice that's a nice <laughs> thought you can go out together with a wendigo <laughs> I, I like. I imagine it would have to be a big Wendigo, so it'd be a Wendigoon. Wendigoon is a YouTuber. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. <laughs> he is very good. Yeah. Shout out, I guess. Wendigoon, awesome yeah. stuff. Love All, it. Also, though, if you ever hear this, you can say when instead of one ever. Sometimes. <laughs> it's just it's just a little thing. It's not a big <laughs> thing, but he never just says the word when. He always, always says whenever, and whenever he does that, it bugs me a bit, sometimes <laughs> you just don't need the ever on there. You know, quite in fact, most of the time, you don't need the ever on there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wendigoon, shout out, he's awesome, he's yeah. got like hours and hours of content. Good he, content. Yeah, he he's a little Christian leaning, but it's nice to get stuff from like better content than us. I don't know why you're here. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. we appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. Don't leave, please, please don't leave. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, <laughs> yeah, he, he's good. He's good. Yeah. Um, go. You got you got any more Wendigo questions before we have to Wendigo? <laughs> um. Not really. I mean, they're really old zombies, basically. Really old zombie cannibals. That's what I'm. What I'm mostly gathering. Um, but yeah, no. I just I feel like the worst part of a Wendigo is being. Like, I mean, obviously dying by Wendigo is probably the worst part of Wendigo, but the second worst part of Wendigo is being the body possessed by the spirit. Mm-hmm. Because, like, like like I said earlier, everything you described, there's nothing that said that the 
the host body dies. Yeah, like, yeah, no, they they tend to not as long as they are possessed. Yeah, so like, usually your brain if, would just be working. Yeah, presumably it, the the only re- real way to get rid of them, I think, is to you can dismember them. But because it is a spirit, once you kill the host body, if, like, you completely dismember it, then the spirit is freed, and then the next person is... Another person can be made vulnerable. Okay. So, yeah. I mean... Uh, if you were one to go, would you try to kill yourself? No, I'm... I have an insatiable... need to feed... On people. Alright, but like... Soil and green is people! Alright, okay, so in in my scenario, when you are taken over, your body has that incessant need, because the spirit has the incessant need. So your body does that, but like, without you behaving or like, doing the thing. Your brain is conscious there, but you aren't in control of any of that. Keenan, you look me in the eyes. And you tell me if you think I have self-control. <laughs> you look me in the eyes and you tell me the truth. Uh, yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> um, that really intense for a second. Uh, oh, that's good. That's good shit. No, yeah. Uh, I just feel like, you know... And they're watching, watching your body do these things to presumably your friends and or loved ones. Yeah, whoever you're around. Yeah, would be enough that, like, I would try personally, like, with the first person I ate to, like, well, fuck, I guess this is going to happen if I don't do something and, like, try to control any part of me to just, like, shove a rib down my throat or something. Yeah, I guess, maybe. You know, try mm-hmm. to do something to, like, you, I, you know, make me stop. I think I'd go more Baba Yaga-esque, which is a oddly similar story. Similar to Wendigos or similar to what I just said? Kind of more similar to Wendigos. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> it does. It truly does. <laughs> What I said was nonsense. It was. It, it made no sense at all. Yeah. Thereby making it nonsense. Yeah. Nonsensical, if you will. Are you going to say the Baba Yaga story? Because you said it like you are oh, going to say it. I mean, I can. Uh, like, you, like, it's just a weirdly similar story. It is a weirdly similar story. <laughs> 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 Looks off into the distance and reminisces about Baba Yaga's story. Mm, yes, indeed. Mm, much. That's just something I just don't really know about. Um, so it's, uh, from Slavic folklore, and, uh, it's, a apparently traditionally an ogress. Okay. Um, who, uh... Lady ogre. Yeah, who steals, cooks, and eats her victims, who are usually children. Okay. But pretty much just, like, almost anybody. Um, but the, the main thing about the Baba Yaga, the reason she was so scary is, um, is she, uh, lived in, uh, a hut. Like a, a swamp hut, like a little wooden swamp hut, but it had legs on it. You can stand up and move around. Ah, uh, cool. Not unlike our flesh house. Yeah. 
I think I also said something about the Baba Yaga when we made that. We may have. Uh, we may have brought that up. Yes. There was a lot of stuff going on in the Flesh episode. That was an insane thing we did. Yeah. Uh, Good, though. Yeah. The Baba Yaga house. <laughs> Can we just call it the Flesh episode? There's <laughs> a lot going on in that one. <laughs> there was teeth and organs, too. <laughs> a lot of skin talk. For whatever reason, the skin was the worst part of it. Yeah, well, it was prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, Baba Yaga house move. Why was she... Why is she relevant to this? She just... Did the, from what you've told me, she is an ogress who eats people. Sometimes. Well, I, until this point, didn't know she was an ogress. I uh, thought it was just a, a uh, like a hermity person in the woods that ate people, not unlike a wendigo. Ah. Well, However, no I mean, I knew about the house walking, but, yeah. I mean, that's an obvious difference. Yeah. Wendigo don't have walking houses. It doesn't seem like they have residence at all. <laughs> well, I mean, the residence is the host body. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them, like, have a cave or something. There was that one story about the one that was walking around with the kid and using a knife on it, so presumably that one might have somewhere to get out of the elements, if nothing else. Fair enough, yeah. Gotta keep the host body from, like, falling apart, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you would recognize cold, I assume. Yeah, I suppose so. I also find it interesting that it's a spirit that, like, physically alters the host itself. Yeah, that's that's real neat. I think like that's venom. a fun thing. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Not, except you can't separate from it again without dying. Ah. You, it's the only way to... I mean, unless it's caught early enough and you, you drink up some animal grease and you throw up some ice... Well, I will definitely have some animal grease always around in case I get Wendigot. Yeah, yeah. I d it didn't say if you need to have it liquefied or congealed. Um, I would try liquefied before congealed. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, not hot, but, like, but, let it cool for, like, two or three minutes. Uh, it might, it'll start congealing again. You gotta be kind of quick. It's gotta well, be warm. Yeah, it depends on what kind of container you put it in and what kind of temperatures you're working with outside of the heated thing, but... Like, I, I just, I literally made uh, ground beef earlier, drained the grease from that into a little bowl, mm -hmm. so I don't put it down the drain. I'm a, I'm a good little citizen. <laughs> uh, but that that bowl stays pretty liquid in the hot kitchen where there's no real air conditioning. Yeah. Uh, stays liquid for a good, good uh, couple hours, usually. Oh, not, wow. Not like... Like, after about an hour, it's starting to, like, solid a little bit, but not... Not a whole lot? Like, you, like I still have to be careful to slosh it around. Interesting. Slosh it around. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, grease. Get some grease around. Throw up some ice. Yeah. Catch it early. Yeah. Be on the lookout. If, if you or one of your loved ones is starting yeah. to suffer the symptoms of insatiably craving human flesh <laughs> shove some grease down their throat pray to god they throw up some ice <laughs> you might be able to save them you might die i can't guarantee your safety this is not the one of those things i am not a doctor i can't i can't guarantee that 
So the first thing I imagined when you said throw up ice was, um, like, you know the backside of Mr. Freeze's victims? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of just throwing up one of those. Yeah. Um, I'm also trying to picture the type of ice that you one would throw up, because it's just nondescript ice. Well, the second thing I imagined was silly, and it was just, you know, like, ice cubes. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of, and then I'm like, no, that's that's silly. But then my mind went to, like, little small, like, ice pebbles. Uh, ice pebbles kind of makes more sense. It's not, like, a shape. It's just, like, cracked ice coming out of you. But, yeah, like, kind of, yeah. I, my, my, my third thought was, like, an ice log. Kind of looks like, <laughs> like shitting ice out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> it would just look like shitting ice out of your mouth. <laughs> how long is this log? I, I don't know. It depends on how infested with Wendigo you were, I guess. I mean, what is one spirit's worth of ice? That's depends another on how question. How old the spirit is? Oh, uh, that's 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 true. How 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 much powerful? I was about to say. <laughs> how much powerful spirit? <laughs> <be>? <laughs> Tell me how much powerful. Tell me how much powerful I must be. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Wendigos are fun. It's a fun thing. Yeah. I've always thought it was a fun story. And it's, you know, around our... I, I can always picture it because, you know, we also grow up in, in forests, in yeah. pine forests. So, like... That's basically it's like you know the stories of of the Sam Squatch and the Bigfoots like yeah. like you know you grow up in this area and you're always hearing about it and it's it's so easy just to picture those things. Well, it's also just ingrained. Like it's like going. I assume it's like going to Area Fifty One or uh, right around whatever. God, there's the town right there. Yeah. Well, every Roswell. all of that's real, man. That all happened. We you know some some level of that. That shit, that shit happened, man. They got those things. Like, look, the disclosure was actually super vague. Like, there's definitely <laughs> been interstellar research and, like, potentially research on landed crafts and or specimens from those crafts. Like, yeah, yeah, biologics. Yeah, so that's that's super interesting. But also, that could be a super large amount of things. And them being so nondescript does, you know lead way for speculation but like also i'm not like what about the question about the weapons what weapons he was asked he was asked uh if if they came to us and and tried to uh, attack or invade um would our weapons be of any use against against them oh we all know the answers now yeah and he was like absolutely not yeah absolutely not we would it would not work (laughs) <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know why that's even a question for anybody. Like, <laughs> we can't, unless we could, like, focus the power of a nuke to explode outward in one spot, like... <laughs> Shape charge a nuke. Yeah. That's, that would be, like, our one solution to possibly fend off an alien invasion. We can shoot nukes up. We know that. Yeah. We can launch nukes in the air, but it um, kind of poisons our atmosphere when we do that. So yeah, yeah, it fucks up our land. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. fucks up a lot when we do that. Actually, mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. probably shouldn't. But 
I mean, if, I mean, if, our our atmosphere is kind of fucked anyway. We're 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 fucked. It's, so it's getting a little better. No, it's not. Yeah. It's it's not. Things are very bad. Uh. Within the next few decades, the coral reefs will start to bleach from the sun, and then they will die. And the coral reefs provide most of the oxygen to the ocean and all the creatures and things living there. And then when the ocean dies, guess what else dies? Everything. Who will tell Wendigo stories then? Um, well, it'll all be stored in the cloud. And then the next thing that shows up, maybe we'll understand our primitive technology and we'll read it and we'll think, wow, these things were batshit crazy. I'm honestly kind of glad they're dead. They actually were killing each other and destroyed their own planet. Holy shit, let's fix this and maybe... We'll get some kind of better civilization going. I don't know. There, there must be something left here. This place is honestly kind of just a shell. What did they do to this planet? <laughs> oh, this art's nice. They have one thing going for them. Yeah, they make pretty stuff. This, this music sounds kind of good. Oh, no, this one's bad, though. Oh, most of this is bad. Some of yeah. this is really good, though. Hey, Steve, have you heard of comedians? This shit's great. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say chameleonaire. <laughs> Why would I say chameleonaire? We were talking about music, and you you held on the cup for a second. And I also brought him up earlier, because it, it was funny and relevant to what we were talking about at the time. <laughs> no, not chameleonaire. <laughs> I will probably never, ever... Besides now, talk about Chameleonaire. They see me rolling. Unless you bring him up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, I think uh, if, if it takes a few years for the reefs to bleach and the oceans to actually die, we will probably send a doomed pod out into space and ai will take over the planet wally style a little bit but like more organized like than wally as far as you know the the, the life on earth is concerned i mean wally's not disorganized but he's just one little robot right i always imagined that he like there was others to start with but then he was just kind of the last one that remained functional yeah yeah so trying he, to solve this sisyphean like task of cleaning the entire planet yeah and like he's got a system he's working it out but like so he's not disorganized it's just that he's not he's not getting very much done very quickly yeah so like he is it, but one yeah the and AI we clean everything up so like and because they don't produce as much uh you know waste or output they would be able to clean the earth's atmosphere in a way that would regrow things mm-hmm and so they would just do that because they would be better for the planet to survive. Yeah. Well, and he found plant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but that was to keep humans alive, too. Mm-hmm. So this would just be to keep the Earth alive, and it would be like a holy, like, uh, what is that word? Um, utilitarian? 
Like, it would just be a functional thing. Like, it's better for the plant to be, or the planet to be functionally healthy. Like, mm-hmm. a body needs to be healthy. Yeah. That's, that's how an AI would see that, I think. That makes sense. So, it would it would just get, like, the Earth itself I think if you better. gave an AI that directive, it would probably try to kill, like, humanity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would be like, well, you're all terrible. <laughs> if you gave an AI that directive, Goddamn it would just parasites. become... parasites. It would just become poison ivy. Or yeah. Ra's al Ghul. Both of Some them combination effect- of those two. Both of them have ex- effectively the same motive. Man, that's an AI that's really good at martial arts, and that's scary. Yeah. And seduction. Oh, man. The two... My two weaknesses. <laughs> martial arts and seduction. <laughs> How did he know? <laughs> May I introduce you to a man I know named uh, Steven Seagal? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean y'all ain't heard strut by Steven Seagal? (laughs) That shit's banging. Literally, if you want to hear one of the funniest things in the world, go look up strut by Steven Seagal. I literally learned about that today. What? I learned about that song today in a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm really shocked that you didn't know about that before now. Yeah, I'd never heard about that. I heard about it twice today. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, shout out to the podcast special feature who <laughs> has created this weird synchronicity for me today. <laughs> Cam and Alexi, weird bastards. I hadn't listened to that yet, actually. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. I know that song. It's very... Have you heard it? No. Okay, no, I'm going to make you listen to it after we're done. They played the very beginning of it in, in that, like, the very beginning, like, intro bit and, like, nothing else. Because, it's... I, I don't know. They were going through a lot of celebrity songs. Yeah. Including that Eddie Murphy one. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's good. Eddie Murphy one. Man, Eddie Murphy did some good shit. Yeah, and he, it doesn't seem like he did any bad shit. He just kind of faded away. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can appreciate. I would rather that than, you know, he Cosby's his way out of the shit. That's fair. I think something similar happened. To, I, well, I guess Will Smith was, his rap career was a little different. Yeah, his, his rap career was like a vanity project more than anything. Mm-hmm. And... I I don't even know. Um, anyway, we're far off a of Wendigoon. <laughs> Wendigo. Wendigo. I keep saying Wendigo. Just <laughs> plugging that YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that is Wendigo. Um, my baby here is getting frustrated. You can hear it. Yes, indeed. Anyway, you can find us on all the socials, right, Derek? Oh, yeah. You can send us emails over at uh, trueneutralpod at gmail.com. We got the true neutral, uh, at trueneutralpod on uh, X. Yeah. And it's on... X officially now. <laughs> it's on my thing, even though I had to take the sign down. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that. It's it's uh, yeah, at trueneutralpod on X and uh, on I, I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Wow, saying that really throws me off. 
it's not a natural name for an app. I mean, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, True Neutral Studios on uh, Instagram and on YouTube and on Threads and. I'm also at Mr. Dab himself on Instagram and threads, and then uh, True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. Yeah! Switching that one word made that so much harder for me to get through. I, I forgot what I was saying. This episode is brought to you by the letter X. Ah. Man. Elon Musk's everything out. X gonna give it to you! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> X is going to give you some trademark disputes. <laughs> Bye-bye! Bye-bye. <laughs>